Hello, my name is Miruna from the Skeptics in Romania podcast and I am bringing you the skeptical news from around the world. A documentary film about famed magician James Randi is being currently produced. An Honest Liar profiles the life of professional skeptic James the Amazing Randi as he embarks on a series of public crusades to expose the world's beloved psychics, mentalists, preachers and faith healers. This is what the description of the documentary has to say. Along the way, the film will show how easily our perceptions can be fooled by magicians, con artists and even documentaries. An Honest Liar will chronicle how a curious child rose to the ranks of showman and then advanced to renowned demystifier of paranormal claims. We will hear firsthand about his celebrated debunking of the spoon-bending Uri Geller and his many visits to The Tonight Show where he exposed the faith-healing Peter Popoff. The film will bring to life such schemes as Project Alpha, where two magicians posing as psychics fooled the scientific study on paranormal powers, and the famous Carlos hoax, in which Randy unleashed a fake mystic upon the people of Australia. You can help with the production of this documentary by donating money or even by investing in the project. You will find the link to the web address where you can contribute in the links attached to this episode. And now for some skeptical news this week. Alternative medicine has a hard time finding its way into military hospitals and treatment centers in the United States due to the doctor's skepticism about its quality. Army doctors have been told to include alternative treatment for pain while caring for the 47,000 troops who've been wounded in Iraq and Afghanistan. Some of the new options include massage and chiropractic treatments. Last year, the Army Surgeon General began making the alternative treatments more widely available but many doctors are skeptical of the treatment provided for the troops. Harriet Hall, a former Air Force flight surgeon, had this to say. We call that quackademic medicine when it gets into medical schools. The way she reads the science, acupuncture does no more than a sugar pill. To offer a placebo, she says, is unethical. If alternative medicine is to become more widely available, it still has a lot of convincing to do. TRICARE, the military's own health plan for service members and retirees, still doesn't cover acupuncture. A new study has shown that mercury does not cause autism. The study from England has shown that the levels of mercury in the urine of children with autism were no higher than urine mercury levels of children without the condition. The discredited idea that the form of mercury, called ethylmercury, sometimes used in vaccine may lead to autism, has led to reductions in vaccine rates and increases in cases of preventable diseases such as measles and mumps, according to the study. The researchers collected urine samples from 54 children with autism spectrum disorders and compared these with three other groups. 115 children from the general population, 28 children who attended special schools mainly because of learning disabilities, and 42 children who didn't have autism but had a sibling with the condition. There were no differences between any of the groups in the concentration of mercury found in the urine. The researchers also noted that tests for other heavy metals such as lithium, manganese, cadmium, and lead were also the same across all groups. Previous studies have shown that the form of mercury called ethylmercury sometimes used in vaccines cannot cross the blood-brain barrier. The study was limited in that it included a relatively small number of children, the researchers wrote. And more problems arise in the issue of vaccination. 
Pediatricians fed up with parents who refuse to vaccinate their children out of concern it can cause autism or other problems increasingly are firing such families from their practices, raising questions about a doctor's responsibility to these patients. Medical associations don't recommend such patient bans, but the practice appears to be growing according to vaccine researchers. In a study of Connecticut pediatricians published last year, some 30% of 133 doctors said they had asked a family to leave their practice for vaccine refusal, and a recent survey of 909 Midwestern pediatricians found that 21% reported discharging families for the same reason. By comparison, in 2001 and 2006, about 6% of physicians said they routinely stopped working with families due to parents' continued vaccine refusal, and 16% sometimes dismissed them, according to surveys conducted then by the American Academy of Pediatrics. The current policy of the Association on Working with Vaccine Refusers recommends providers address the issue at repeated visits, but respect parents' wishes unless it puts a child at significant risk. The rise in patient firings reflects another factor. As patients have become savvier and more willing to challenge doctors, physicians have become increasingly reluctant to deal with uncooperative patients, said Arthur Kaplan, a bioethics professor at the University of Pennsylvania. In addition, doctors may feel financial pressure to see more patients and so have less time to contend with recalcitrant ones. Dozens of drugstores in China have stopped selling bear bile products after a company accused of torturing bears to extract bile became the center of a storm of criticism over a shares issue plan. Animal welfare groups and members of the public have been protesting against a company that keeps 470 bears to extract bile for traditional Chinese medicine. Qiu Shuhua, the company's founder, said the method used to extract bile was legal and replaced one where bears had to be killed. The company's website says it can collect bile in 5 to 8 minutes without causing the bear's pain. It plans to use cash raised from selling shares to expand the size of its farm and increase the number of bears to 1,200. The China Association of Traditional Chinese Medicine defended the company last week, comparing bile extraction to turning on a tap. However, internet users point out that the company is a member of the association which charges an annual fee of almost $800. The Animals Asia Foundation said bile extraction, which involves inserting a catheter into a bear's abdomen, causes great suffering. Bear bile is said to cure liver and eye ailments, remove toxins, and eliminate fevers. Scientists have recently expressed their growing concerns over the current anti-science movement in the United States. Nina Fedorov, the president of the American Association for the Advancement of Science, confessed she is now scared to death by the anti-science movement that was spreading uncontrolled across the U.S. and the rest of the Western world. We are sliding back into a dark era, she said, and there seems little we can do about it. I am profoundly depressed at just how difficult it has become merely to get a realistic conversation started on issues such as climate change or genetically modified organisms. At the association's annual meeting, Fedorov pointed out that university and government researchers are hounded for arguing that rising carbon dioxide levels in the atmosphere are changing the climate. Their emails are hacked while Facebook campaigns call for their dismissal from their posts, calls that are often backed by right-wing politicians. At the last Republican Party debate in Florida, Rick Santorum insisted he should be the presidential nominee simply because he had not fallen prey to the hoax of global warming like his rivals. 
those of us who grew up in the 60s when we put men on the moon now have to watch as every Republican candidate for this year's presidential election denies the science behind climate change and evolution. That is a staggering state of affairs and it is very worrying, said Professor Naomi Oreskes of the University of California, San Diego. Most scientists acknowledge that President Barack Obama is sympathetic to science, but he has had trouble offering any help as he has been blocked by Congress. In general, the worst excesses of anti-science lobbies are confined to the U.S. However, there are signs that their influence is spreading, and that raises worrying issues, said Bob Ward of the Grantham Research Institute on Climate Change in London. Australia is now offering a paranormal investigation experience operating out of Port Arthur that is reserved for adults. The Minister for Tourism, Scott Bacon, said that the tour would offer a very different experience to the ghost tour at Port Arthur and would prove to be an interesting draw card to already popular World Heritage site. The minister has declared that through the course of the evening, the guides will lead the participants into a number of buildings around the historic site which have a reputation for ghostly occurrences. The participants will be provided with an introduction to the function and operation of a number of specialized pieces of equipment used in paranormal investigations. The Port Arthur Historic Site is believed by many to be one of the most haunted places in Australia, so I have no doubt that those interested in this sort of activity will have a whale of a time, Mr. Bacon added. The first paranormal investigation experience will run on Saturday, the 25th of February. And now for some news in science. Adolescents and children who are distressed because they feel their physical body doesn't match their gender suffer from high rates of psychiatric symptoms, such as depression and suicide attempts, a new study has found. In a sample of children and adolescents treated at the endocrine division at Children's Hospital Boston in the United States, young people who experienced distress about the mismatch between their body sex and their mental gender had high rates of psychiatric complications before any gender treatment. Children who don't get treatment, whether for financial reasons or because their parents aren't supportive, likely have higher rates of psychiatric problems, said study researcher Scott Leibovitz, a psychiatrist at Children's Hospital Boston. Transgender people, people who feel that their biological sex does not reflect their true gender, have astonishingly high rates of mental health problems. A 2010 survey found that 41% of transgender people in the U.S. have attempted suicide. Researchers attributed those rates to discrimination and stigma, as well as a lack of laws protecting transgender people from employment discrimination. Poor insurance coverage of hormones and other treatments to help a transgender person transition to their desired gender also account for the rates that the researchers have found. A European spacecraft has snapped new images of our Milky Way galaxy, confirming the puzzling presence of a shroud of microwave fog around the galactic core. The new images come from the European Space Agency's Planck spacecraft, which showed the odd microwave haze during a survey that also turned up previously unseen patches of cold gas where new stars are forming. The Planck findings should help scientists construct a more detailed blueprint of the cosmos. Several explanations have been proposed for the observations, including galactic winds, higher rates of supernova explosions, and the annihilation of dark matter particles. One of the other newly released all-sky images from Planck is the first to map the distribution of carbon monoxide across the sky. Clouds of cold gas in the Milky Way and other galaxies are predominantly made of hydrogen molecules which make the clouds difficult to see because they do not emit much radiation. 
Molecules of carbon monoxide are much rarer, but they form under similar conditions and emit more light. By scanning the sky for carbon monoxide, astronomers can then pinpoint the more elusive clouds of hydrogen where stars are born. A test run for a biological detector intended for Mars has found salt-loving microbes living just below the surface of the Atacama Desert in North Chile. Scientists from Spain and Chile used an instrument called SOLID, Signs of Life Detector, which they developed for Mars missions to detect the microbial life in the desert. Atacama subsoils are thought to be a good stand-in for areas on the Red Planet. The soil between 2 and 3 meters below the surface of the desert contained a microbial oasis, Victor Paro, a researcher from the Spanish Center for Astrobiology and the study's coordinator, said in a statement. By analyzing less than half a gram of sample material they collected, the team found bacteria, other single-celled microbes called archaea, as well as biological material, including DNA, which forms the instruction code for life. Astronomers have claimed the existence of a new class of planet, a water world with a thick, steamy atmosphere. An exoplanet just 40 light-years away is a so-called super-Earth, and observations using the Hubble telescope now seem to confirm that a large fraction of its mass is water. The planet's high temperatures suggest exotic materials might exist there. The planet was discovered in 2009 by ground-based telescopes orbiting its comparatively cool red dwarf star. Surface temperatures probably reach above 200 degrees centigrade and the planet is about 2.7 times the Earth's diameter. The high temperatures and pressures would form exotic materials like hot ice or superfluid water, substances that are completely alien to our everyday experience. The planet's short distance from Earth makes it a likely candidate for follow-up observations with the James Webb Space Telescope, which may launch by the end of this decade. And now for some local news from Romania. With the occasion of Darwin Day celebrations, the Romanian Secular Humanist Association has announced it will be giving away five computer science laboratories during a national competition. The competition is aimed at students in elementary schools and high schools and wishes to test knowledge about the theory of evolution, but also the creativity of young ones. The contest has begun on the 13th of February and will end on the 1st of June. The jury will be composed of representatives of the organizers and also of the partners in the project, the Geological Institute of Romania, the University of Bucharest and National Geographic. The president of the association, Attila Niergesh, declared, Since the founding of our association, we have intended to create national projects to promote critical thinking and scientific knowledge. This contest tries to encourage the teaching of science in school, young people being our main public. This was Miruna for The Skeptical Reporter. This show was recorded today, the 22nd of February, 2012. Thank you for listening.